Hi there, and welcome to Oaktown Boys. This is episode four. My name is Dan. And I'm Corey. And welcome to the party. Um, not the best week. Not the worst <laughs> week, but not the best week. We finally had our first down week as a podcast here. Yeah, which is, I think, helping us grow, you know? That's good. Um, it, can't all be, it can't all be sunshine and rainbows, you know? As we grow, the A's grow. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, and uh, I guess, yeah, let's, uh, let's get right into it. Um... We was, went what three and four? Three and four. Ugh. Um, it was a full week, and it was mentally taxing. There were some really exciting games. Um, an unfortunate number of them ended up in losses, but we won some games too. I mean, three and four isn't. We didn't bottom out, you know. I mean, we we. You don't want to be three and four too often, but I think it's if that's a down week, that's fine. You know. It's true. Started out rough on Monday, lost 3-8 to eight to the Rangers. Frankie looked pretty bad in the first inning, but then settled down and pitched for a while, which was good to see. And it was just one of those days, the Rangers were knocking everything out of the park. And Kyle Gibson is legit. Kyle Gibson's legit. The A's actually did more damage against him than I think most other teams have recently, Yes, which isn't much. Yeah, I, I just looked really quick, and his ERA is like 2 over his last, like, Eight starts, nine starts, and he's like six and zero. Oh. I don't know. He's he's great. He's great, um, and he was great against us. So happens sometimes. Um, but next game we came back hot. We we they dropped five in us the first inning of the first game. So we went ahead and dropped nine on them the first three innings <laughs> of the second game. A nice four three two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a little bit of a little bit of synchrony there. I like it. Um, and yeah, just kind of kind of rode rode it, rode it to win to a win. Uh, Cole Irvin pitched very well with the lead. You know, he didn't avoid contact. He gave up some runs, but that's fine. You're you're up nine nothing. You can give up some, a little bit of damage, and that's what he did. He gave up a little bit of damage and still won the game. So Wednesday they lost again five three to the Rangers. This one was another small little bullpen blow up, and yeah. Yeah, Bullpen's I mean, it's been we, a frustrating story lately. It has been. Yusmeros finally got a, a blemish on his record. He's no longer undefeated. We figured that was going to really happen at some he was point. Go 35 and 0. <laughs> <laughs> would have been cool, and he definitely would have won the Cy Young. Um, Murphy's hitting bombs still. Yeah, I mean, it was the. It just seemed like they didn't have it entirely together this week. You know, I mean, they're they were just missing. They were missing on some cylinders, and that's okay. You know, I mean, it's a, it's such a long haul that it's going to happen eventually. They needed the win Thursday, and Bassett stepped up. They got it. A's won five to one. Yeah, I mean, Close it's up the series. It's uh, even Frankie pitching bad in game one. We are not like running through our bullpen. You know, it seems like even if even if guys aren't dominating, they're finding a way to go like six innings. Yeah. You know, which Bass, is really, really important. Bassett went seven, walked three, only struck out four. He wasn't dominating, but he worked his way in and out of trouble very, very, very effectively. And you're not going to have your best stuff every day. You know, like some days you're just going to have to like grit through it. And they are doing a very good job of that. And I mean, even the game, even game one, losing game one of this series, that was the type of game 
They scored five runs in the first inning. Frankie couldn't get anyone out. That could have been a bull game, bullpen game very, very easily. And it wasn't. It was, you know, Frankie got through, I think, six. So, um, good sign. Good sign. Then came the Giants. And yeah. this was going to be tough. We, we don't love the Giants. Anywho, tough series, as expected. Mania dealt again, which yeah. was great to see. Totally. Went, what did he do here? Six innings, seven strikeouts. He was striking everybody out to start that game. Yeah. Bedrosian finally, well, maybe continued his downward spiral. I don't know. I'm not sure what we're going to do about the bullpen. <laughs> I, some dudes. I don't know what the answer in the bullpen is, but I am becoming more and more suspicious that it is not Camp Bedrosian. Game one went to the Giants 2-0. It was frustrating, <clears throat> given how well Mania did. Game two was uh, maybe the heartbreaker of the season so far. Game two was tough. Um, and, I mean, I it, it comes down to the fact that the Giants are good, you know? I mean, they're, if you make mistakes against good teams, they'll beat you. And we just never put them away. You know, I mean, they the game swung back and forth, and then we went up 4-2 in the top of the seventh and really needed a shutdown inning, no runs, and they got a run back, and then they got a run in the bottom of the eighth. Yep. And then it went into extras, and uh, regardless of how you feel about the new extra innings rule, it does not favor the road team. No. Even when they score one, it doesn't feel like, it still feels like. Well, I mean, even if you score, even if you scrape one run across, to homer. You can homer on the first pitch, and it's still a walk-off. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's... it's I don't know. I don't want to. It's they didn't lose because of that. They lose because they played badly. But they that's had still lead annoying. Three separate times and they blew it, and it was another little bullpen disaster. And this time it was the whole Oof. gang. Oof! Couple it was the whole gang. There, Bert Smith had the had the game in his hands, and he couldn't do it. He he imploded. He did very 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 badly. But I mean, I we shouldn't be putting all our chips in the Bert Smith corner anyway. You know, I mean that's. That's flawed thinking. But enough about that, because today was today, way better. Today, today was, was a good awesome. baseball day. Today was Cole Irvin day, and Cole Irvin went eight very strong. And uh, that is always very good to see. And I just, you know, it was a good offensive day. They didn't, you know, we scored six runs, didn't homer. Which is, you know, I mean, that is playing pretty well. Probably getting hits up and down the lineup. And getting hits with runners in scoring position, which has sometimes been a challenge for us, and they have been doing a much better job of it recently. Elvis in the two-hole today was very interesting to see. I was a little shocked to see that. But it worked. We it won. It was cool. It's uh, You know, they've, they've done a lot of striking out up in the top of the lineup recently, and it was nice to see someone up there who's hitting the ball, slapping it where it needs to go, whatever yeah. it needs and, to be And, done. I mean, even just putting it in play. Put it in you know, play. Um, I saw it today Tony Kemp struck out for the first time in 36 at bats today, That's so he was on a little hot streak. Oh my goodness! Matt Chapman has a career high 16 game hitting streak. Yeah, he's. He, we were worried about Matt Chapman. I feel like we discussed that <laughs> openly on this. We didn't shy away from it, but we said he was going to get hot again, and he is hot again. He's on the way back. He's doing. He's riding the wave. Riding the wave. Riding the wave up to the top again. What are our moments here? I'd say for me. It was Cole Irvin playing stopper two separate times. Needed the win bad after losses, and he got him. Uh, that was... I mean, we won three games this week. Cole Irvin won two of them. Exactly. You know, that's and a lot. Especially without him going eight innings today of shutout ball. It would have been tough. The bullpen's been taxed. They've been used a lot. Deekman and Trevino have thrown every day. 
And I mean, Cole Irvin today was getting a lot of soft contact, which is exactly what you're looking for from him, you know? And shout out to Chris Bassett for also playing that stopper role to uh, secure the series split against the Rangers. It seems like we have a couple guys that are ready for that spot, and that is a very good thing because you need those guys that are going to really like put the brakes on I that. I feel pretty good about most of the starters. It's It's been fun. Um, my moment of the week, um, Shamanaya was great again in Yankee Stadium. He... He he didn't go super deep in the game, threw a lot of pitches, but Giants. he went five and a third. Huh? Yankee Stadium, Giants. Yankees. That was last week. Was that last week? Yeah. Oh shit. But he dealt this week. My moment of the week is Shamanaya continuing to just dominate in general. Um this week against the Giants in a loss, admittedly, but definitely not on him. Um six innings, three hits, seven K seven K's, ninety-three pitches. Brings his ERA down to two nine one. This is after last week when he went five and a third, struck out eleven against the Yankees, and just gave up the two run double to Gary Sanchez. Otherwise, he probably gets through six without giving up any runs. So um, he's just he's looking the part. He's fully looking the part of a dude who wants to be at the top of a rotation and shut teams down. And I it is I love Shamanai. I've always ever since we traded for Shamanai. He's a fun loving guy. He's got a great personality. You know, it seems like everybody gets along with him and. He has always had the stuff to dominate. He's got that weird three-quarter arm slot. You know, he's like hard to pick up. It's kind of lazy, but it explodes on you. And it had just never turned into consistent, legitimate, like competitive pitching. And it's great to see that it's happening. So, something has seriously changed. He's throwing harder now, and he's he's like burning people with his fastball, which is not something we've seen since he first came out of the minors and it's wonderful it's it's i i hope it continues the entire year i'm starting to f- believe that he may be able to register a year where his era is under three and that would be yeah great he's a stud because we got a lot of other dudes in the threes so you know if you can have a guy under three and some guys in the threes then you're gonna have a good team era as long as your bullpen gets it together yep. i want to um, give an honorable mention to the uh offensive outburst 15 hits 13 runs that was pretty cool i believe that's the season high in hits 15 Yep. Yes, I believe so. Um, but I mean, we're it kind of showed up this week a little bit. We're we're beating bad teams, which is what you're supposed to do. You know, you're supposed to you're supposed to. They say you're supposed to play 750 ball against teams that are worse than you, and 500 ball against teams that are better than you, and you'll make the playoffs. And we're not exactly doing the 500 against teams that are better than us. We're a little bit under that. We're 17 and 22 against teams that are above 500, which is not like terrible because it's good teams. So 30 and 11 against teams under 500. Which is good. Good. And exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be beating teams. And we should not have split four with the Rangers this week. We should have taken at least three out of four. Yeah. But it, you know, I mean, as I said, bad weeks happen. Could have easily won those other games against the Giants. Um, They're tight games. So, I mean, I guess it's... We've talked about this before. We're not sweeping teams. We're not sweeping bad teams. And weeks like this where you end up going three and four and splitting four-game series against teams you shouldn't lose against, those blows get softened when you can look back and say, well, you know, like two weeks ago, we swept the Angels or whatever. You know, I mean, it's, uh, there's just something, I mean, because a sweep is a winning streak. You know, that's, a, it's officially a winning streak. It's, you didn't win two games in a row. Now you're on a winning streak. It's three. And I just, we're not, when we do get on winning streaks, they tend to be long ones, which is cool. But yeah. I, you know, I, 
more frequent, like four or five game ones, would be cooler, I think. Very cool. Last week when I had said that they had their first three-game sweep of the season, I knew it was true, but after the fact, I was like, oh my gosh, was that a lie? So I had to go back and look. It doesn't seem possible that they have a 13-game win streak and did not have a three-game sweep of anybody. Turns out it was all true, Um, mostly due to a doubleheader that was part of a three-game set that they swept. So technically, they did not have a three-game sweep of an like a traditional in three, three days set. yeah but it, i guess so the, okay so they swept a three game series that was a game and then a double header right okay well i mean i guess that still counts but um so it doesn't that, feel that like a it loophole. well and i mean as awesome as two winning two games in one day is it doesn't feel like two separate victories you know it feels like just one really big cool day it's it's tough to beat the good teams and not a lot of teams are doing it the astros are dominating that category wow who would have thought 29 and 16 against teams over 500. There's only five total teams over 500 Astros, Padres, Red Sox, Brewers, and Giants. Mariners and Rays are right around 500, but everyone else is struggling against the teams over 500. And, you know, it's. I mean, and it checks out. They're above 500. They're good teams. That's the way it works, right? That's the way it goes. So, how do you beat these freaking teams, huh? Um, Well, we're, we're talking about all the help we need. And we know we know we need rellievers. Yeah, the bullpen is an issue for sure. Um, it's not but, even that it's like a huge issue. It's obviously performed fairly well on the whole, but they they got holes and it could be severely patched up with just even one like lockdown arm. Well, and so in the vein of that, um, if you're paying any attention to baseball this year, the twins are not very good. They're, they've been playing better recently, but they were so bad at the beginning of the year that they put themselves in a pretty solid hole. To the point that they... I wouldn't be surprised if they're selling at the deadline. And in the event that the Twins decide to sell at the deadline, Corey, I think they got a couple of guys that would be very useful to us. Josh Donaldson? I... That is... JK. Uh, that would be incredible, though. Maybe for DH. Um, that would be amazing. I would love that. Or second. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would love that. Um, one of them is a longtime nemesis, honestly. Um, Nelson Cruz. Oh, man, Nelly. Um, as we've directly said and definitely alluded to plenty of times, the offense isn't doing bad. The offense is doing fine. Um, but you can always add. You can always add. And he is an excellent hitter. He is at age 40 this year. Um, putting up an OPS of 161 in 67 games. He's got 17 homers. Um, he's just the guy mashes. He absolutely mashes. And, uh, he hasn't stopped for years. He has not. He's got 434 career dingers. You know, I mean, that's good. That's a good number. Come get number 500 in an yeah. A's uniform. Come on down. Um, and we, we don't have someone, no one's locked down our DH spot. You know, it's not like we have yeah. a we have Pete Chris Davis or part someone of, who needs to be in the DH spot every day. Part of the beauty um, of the team is the flexibility provided by that DH spot, but no one's going to put up a fight if we got a, a big bopper coming. Yeah, that out. really wants to take the mantle of being the DH, and uh, yeah, maybe they can throw in that uh, Rogers guy. Yeah, I never want to see Tyler Rogers again for the rest of my life. But, no, no, he's but his he, twin. Can we come on down. We are. Uh, 
Tyler Rogers pitches for the Giants and is a submariner <laughs> and is really good. And I would appreciate him a lot more if we weren't talking about this right after he had suppose, carved us up. I suppose I could see him in. Um, but, but Taylor Rogers is Nelson Cruz's teammate on the Twins, and his ERA plus right now is one sixty three. Um, he's got seven saves, forty two Ks in thirty two innings. Uh, his FIP is two twenty one. His WHIP's one one oh nine. Um, he's he's exactly what we need. Solid ERA plus. I like that. And he's a lefty. You know, the only lefty that we have going right now that is you can really put any faith in is Jake Diekman, and that is tenuous ground right Boy, now. That's always scary. Tenuous ground. I love Jake Diekman, but man, does he stress me out. Um, it's kind. Of, it feels all or nothing sometimes. So I think that in terms of, um. One trade with one team that could potentially solve all our problems. I think that's the best answer. Um, I don't know if that's the best fit in terms of relief arms. You had some thoughts about um, maybe some help in the bullpen. I still like Kendall Graveman, but the question now is, are the Mariners going for it? They're better than they've been in a like long time. It seems like it would time. be a slightly foolish idea, but they also, you know, the Mariners, they get all these weird streaky hot... I don't like. I don't know. Mariners, they're, scary. It, it's yeah. When they're good, it's weird <laughs> because it never be, happens. I don't want them to be good. No, I don't either. I'm not ready for that. I would appreciate it if just the Astros would be the only team that we have to worry about. Um, um, but yeah, Grayman, he's he's still going. He's got a 1.19 ERA. Twenty one strikes to four walks. I believe he just got his seventh save. And they could use a dude like that. And we know we like Graveman. We do. There's familiarity there, which always helps. It's And, and that's like not at all. That's, that's a big deal. You know what I mean? He, he's he been in Oakland. He was popular in Oakland when he was pitching well. We, for some reason, thought he was good then. And, I mean, maybe do we? that's maybe not true. But we thought he was okay, and we had him start opening day. And he's we, way better. I was, I, was, way better. I was convinced that he was on his way to being a good starter. And he, I think he was, he and was then it didn't happen. But that's okay. Um, he's a great reliever. Three forty four ERA plus right now. Yeah, and I mean it's kind. Of, we're starting to venture into the area of it not being a small sample size for a reliever. Zero point six six two whip. That's you know, good. like a three forty four ERA plus sounds really high, but twenty two and two thirds innings. That's significant for a reliever. He's pitching well, and I mean the dude's got a. He's got a bowling ball sinker that he throws at like ninety eight. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's it's trouble. He's he's when he's on, he's dangerous. And that was true when he was a starter too. You know, I mean, he he had a couple of strings of starts that were, got us very hopeful about the his potential future as an ace. Um, but yeah, ho- hopefully we can bring him back as an ace reliever, and he hmm. fixes our problems. It could happen. I don't know. I. I'm feeling like the Mariners probably think they're in it. I mean, they're clearly technically in it. This has got to be the latest in the season they've been above 500 in a very long time. Seven and a half games back of the Strohs. Only five and a half back of us. They're there. They're they're, they're they're definitely there. That's not far behind the other wild card competition. No, it's not at all. <laughs> in a perfect world, who are we going to? To replace Bob Melvin when the time comes. And, I mean, obviously, we don't want Bob Melvin to go anywhere. You guys don't want Bob Melvin to go anywhere. No, everybody so wants Bob Melvin fun, fun to manage the A's for the rest of time. 
Fun little exercise. We enjoyed ourselves coming up with some of these names. And, yeah, you got to admit at some point he's not going to be managing the A's anymore. So the question will arise. Um, maybe the one that I like the most on this list. We have a one through six. It's not numbered in any specific order. Coco Crisp is a great I I don't I'm not even sure how interested in Coco. I know I don't think he's managing right now. I'm not sure interested in managing he would be. But the man was right in the middle of some of the most exciting baseball of my entire life. So he's a I he's forever. I love Coco Crisp. I think I saw he's actually managing like some weird independent team. If he wants to I feel like there is a spot on the coaching staff for Coco Crisp right now. And they need to get moving. Because yep. that is a great option. I think that is, I would love that. He tried a little broadcasting, I think. He, he did. Tried, he was in the booth. He tried it was to okay. Make, he tried to make an app. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I tried to play. I think you were like Bob Melvin catching something. No, Coco Crisp catching things falling with his hair. Anyways, <laughs> it wasn't the best app. Um, Coco Crisp would be fun. Um, Let's see. Steven Vogt seems like... Maybe the most realistic option on this list. Him and Katze, I think, would be probably the most realistic options to be someday a manager of the Oakland A's. I mean, uh, and also Bobby Crosby. Bobby, Bobby Crosby Crosby's, is managing in our yes, system. Yes, he's, he's down there doing work. And so he's already got one foot in the door, too, just like Katze. Um, and, you know, I I put Jason Kendall on there just because I love Jason Kendall. I think that's probably the least likely of all the people that got put on there, maybe. And I saw that you put Bruce Bochy on there, which is a great idea. To be clear, it says Bruce Bochy? Lol. But But still, I don't think that's a lol. I think that's... Tony LaRusse is managing a team right now. And I mean, you know, Bruce Bochy, it's just the other side of the bay. You know, he probably does... Maybe he could do it remotely. Yeah, just give him a work from home option, no problem. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, I think in order for me of like preference, it would be vote number one, Kotze number two, Bobby Crosby number three, and then Coco, Bruce Bochy, Kendall. I like that. The only yeah. other names that came to me during this exercise were Ryan Sweeney and Arubio Durazo. Oh, wait. And one more. Ramon Hernandez. Ramon Hernandez. Catchers? Oh, is a safe bet. You know, like, because you're pseudo-managing anyway. And now I can't shut the brain off. Eric Burns. Although, he'd be a Ooh, crazy man. Eric Burns. That'd be a lot. He'd, he'd be, be a like lot. Joe I And I also have to say, like, addendum. The reason that Bruce Bochy isn't higher on that list because is because I don't. I don't think he's going to manage the A's. If they, if if we were in, if all of a sudden, whenever Bob Melvin moves on, they were talking about it, like became a very serious discussion that Bruce Bochy was down. Obviously, he's number one. I'm yes. thinking just bring him in to end the the drought if we're still in a drought. Yeah, you know, he's clearly brought some World Series trophies to the Bay Area before. Yeah. let's see if we can do it one more time. So yeah. that's a let's stick that in the back pocket. Yeah, we'll hold. We will if we need to reach out to Bruce Bochy. I think we probably can. You know, we can we'll see. We'll see what he says. I don't. I don't think he. I don't know. I hopefully, would be surprised. Hopefully, Bob is managing so long that this isn't even on the table. Yeah, but I don't, and I don't think Bob Melvin is is really that close to stopping. So, we'll see though. I mean, he's 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 not. He's not the springest of chickens anymore, but... But we digress. Yes. You know, something crazy happened this week, Dan. Austin Beck got called up to AAA. Oh, man. Austin Beck is... 
We were just talking about how he has... Austin Beck is our first-round pick from 2017. He went number six overall. And for his career in the minors, he's played in over 1,000 games, and his OPS is 692. And he's just not good. And this year, his OPS is... Yeah. Ah, 496. Which is bad. That's really, really, really bad for those playing the home game. You you want it to be... how bad that was. You want it to be way higher than that. Um, It doesn't... And he has just... He has never been above... High A, and they just promoted him to Triple A. It feels to me like a well. One, there's not a lot of outfield depth. I mean, you got Barrera, but he didn't seem much better than Bolt. Uh, so I think this is kind of like a see if he can freaking do it or not type move. Yeah, and I think I know that Double A isn't necessarily very hitter friendly. And AAA can be a little bit more. That's right. That's true. Maybe so I wonder if they're just like, well, this guy's already playing terribly. Let's not yeah. send him to a harder pitching league. Seth Brown hit 40 home runs in Las Vegas. And I mean, I think a, a little bit, you know, obviously confidence in general comes into play. You know, like you, you want to feel good. And maybe if they can get him some good at-bats where he feels good, then things will be better. But I mean, even in 20, 2018, is only full year. He hit 296, which sounds good, but his OPS was 719. He's just all singles. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I just, and that's not against, that's that's full season, that's very low full season ball. You know, I mean, that's, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not very encouraged. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. It's an, it's a very aggressive promotion, and we will see how it works out for him, Corey, because I would not sell the farm, as they say. Um, and but on the complete other side of that argument, in terms of quality of minor leaguers, uh, we got Tyler Soderstrom, who at what twenty, maybe is just absolutely hitting the cover off the ball. Is he still nineteen? I don't think so. I think he's twenty. Is that how time works? He, he is nineteen. <laughs> turns twenty this year. I, yeah, yeah, November. he turns nineteen. So he's yeah, he's nineteen for another five months. He was drinking the same water as us growing up. He's from Turlock. He is. Yeah, totally. Smart kid. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, small sample size, but he straight he's straight up at A as a 19-year-old, which is intense. That's... And breaking. I yes. feel like every day on Twitter, I see he's yeah. hit two home runs. I mean, it, it, his triple slash is 311, 397, 544 for an OPS of 951. Ooh, um, Nike. He's, you know, he's, he's got eight homers, but he's got 17 doubles. And as a 19-year-old, those doubles start to turn into home runs when you're a 21-year-old, 22-year-old, 23-year-old. So he is legit. He is legit. Is he catching it all? I don't know. I'm not sure. It would be interesting if he sticks a catcher. I doubt it. Seems like. He's catching right now. I'm not going to say no. Catch, he's catching. He's caught in 29 games. Started at first in seven and DH'd eight. So, um... Tyler Soderstrom, we love you, buddy. You're doing great. Stick around for a while. Love to see him in the A's in like two years. What do we got on tap? Who are we playing this week? Uh, Rangers again? Rangers and then... Red Sox. Uh-oh. Okay, it's not getting any easier, huh? We got Rangers, Red Sox, Astros, Rangers, All-Star break. Boy, howdy. I mean, so Rangers, Red Sox, 
It's six games? Three three Rangers, three Red Sox? Six games? Yep. Um off day tomorrow. Let me think. Five and one. I hope so. Five and one. I think you know, we have been we've been beating our heads against this we need to sweep people wall for a while and at a certain at some point it will happen. And the Rangers are bad. And we are we play bad against we've been playing bad against the Rangers recently, but the truth of the matter is that we are a good team so, and they are a bad team. So we're sweeping the Rangers and taking two out of three from the Red Sox. Okay. I was I was gonna ask, so which team is being swept? I would love to say six and oh, but I shot for the stars with some predictions last week and that didn't go so well. So I'm gonna tone it down one one notch. Go five and one just like you. Um but I I think we sweep the Red Sox instead. That would be huge. We got our first fireworks night at home. Uh with full capacity. My parents are going actually. Dude. If you've never been to a fireworks night at the A's game, you got to go. They let you onto the field, and it's the best. It is awesome. We went one time, and it was Star Wars fireworks night, and our friend Tanner came with us, and he was dressed, dressed up. as a stormtrooper. It was amazing. A bunch of little kids took pictures with him. Well, that sounds weird, but <laughs> it was cool. As a stormtrooper, not as Tanner. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, I think great. I, I And I, I, I don't feel like that's that's overconfident. I feel like we can do that. You know, we're, uh, I don't think we're like fading or anything. I think our bull, we just having a little bit of bullpen hiccups. So it would be good to come back and make a statement this week and win five games. How long till the first move, you think? After the All-Star break? Bullpen, what is it, end of July? July 31st? Trade deadline? Yes. I think we, I don't think we, I don't think we make a trade before the All-Star break. I think the earliest something happens is over the All-Star break. Um, cause I think it'll be interesting. This is, this is going to be a very good litmus test three against the Red Sox followed by three in Houston. You know, if we, if we go maybe four and two over that stretch, I don't know. You know, I mean, you, we have guys on our team that have pitched well. So you wonder if they just need to figure it out a little bit. You know, I mean, I, we'll see. I don't know. You, Trading for relievers is always a little bit of a crapshoot because if you trade for them and they're terrible, then you're just screwed. Trevino's doing great. Trevino is pitching great. We need a few more of him, though. <laughs> we just need more lose. What was your coolest thing of the week, baseball-wide? My coolest thing of the week, easily, was Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hitting his 50th home run in his 258th career game, which only really matters because that is exactly the number of games it took his dad to hit 50 home runs. And the more I watch Vladdy Jr., the more I see Vladdy Sr. Their swings are nearly identical. And it is uncanny. Because I had, at the time, never seen someone with a swing that, like, violent, that still somehow hit everything. And J- Vladdy Jr. seems to be doing the exact same thing. He is, he, he may be, he may have a little bit of a better eye than his dad, honestly. He, like, he may have better at-bats. But his dad might have been a better bad ball hitter. So, I mean, Vladimir Guerrero swung at some balls, but he also hit him out. The guy homered off. Remember, he got a hit off the ball that bounced off the ground. I do. That's like <laughs> the first thing I ever saw about Vlad Jr. I think he may have gotten a little bit more hitting, a little less uh, defense than his dad, but totally. maybe just like equally as talented overall. 
You know, Vlad Senior had a cannon. And he's a Hall of Famer, so we'll, yeah. see. we'll see how this goes. <laughs> My closest you? thing was the Tigers knocked two games off against the Astros. Thank God for the Tigers. Never, never thought, thought we'd be saying that. I never but. thought I'd say that. But, uh, yeah, Casey Mize had a great game, which is cool. Love watching young aces become aces. And hopefully. he's he is. There's a lot of pomp and circumstance around him. You know, he's supposed to be a star. He's supposed to be. He was the number one pick, right? He does. Yeah. He doesn't so. look, you know, he doesn't look like Strasburg or some of those guys when they first came up. But he does look like he could have something in there. And um, today, Grossman... Our friend Robbie Grossman with the walk-off suicide squeeze bunt. To score Akil so, Badu. Yeah. It was, who is cool again. He, I mean, so he's been cool awesome. the entire time. But he started off really, really hot and then cooled down. And now he's hot again. Tigers could be fun I'd in a couple years. That. They have some young dudes that are interesting. Uh, okay, so predictions. I predicted that Seth Brown would hit a home run. Yeah. And he yep. did not do that. I predicted Chad Pinder would have two doubles and two home runs. That didn't happen at all. None of it. Pinder didn't. Pinder didn't have a great week. No, neither did Seth Brown or Matt Olson. Actually, um, it's okay. But we, you know, we're we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Imagine I, the numbers say that Sean Murphy and Matt Chapman are both heating up big time, and that's great news. Um, my prediction for the coming week is that Matt Olson gets back on the board with a ding dong. That's, he had none this week. Which he is needs weird one. To see, actually, yeah, it was. Um, I am going to. I think we get a triple from someone. Triple from Tony Kemp. TK triple. We got a Tony Kemp triple. Not the boldest thing, but also not a thing that's happened very frequently. So bold in that way. And predictions. I said. I think I said we were gonna go five and one. No, six and one. Five and one. Last week. Oh, last week. Yeah, we didn't get. Yeah. We did not do well on that. I said I was gonna. I said we were gonna go six and one, and we totally didn't do that. I may have said four. I don't know. We definitely didn't predict us losing. No. So. No, we were optimistic. Totally understandably, because this podcast had we're yet. Gonna, this podcast had yet to see a losing week. What were? We, where do you? Where do you expect from we're us? We're never gonna expect them to have a losing week. I expect them this, to win the World Series every not year. Not with this current team. You know? Um, well, uh, enjoy the off day tomorrow, everybody. Yeah. No and, uh, heartbreaking loss to the Giants will be possible. Absolutely not. And we ended on a high note. So that's all you can hope for. Stay hot, Manny Chap Chap. Um, and that's it. We'll catch you next week. I'm Dan. Yeah, I'm Corey. See you guys.